Blog Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Hello and welcome to the Prophecy Zone. We have an awesome show lined up for y'all today. We have a guest author. He uh, will be with us. Hopefully I'm saying his name right. Also, in the bottom of the hour, we have Susan Puzio. We're both going to be talking about almost the same thing. Uh, I would like to talk about Benny Hinn and the faith movement and all those things that are stirring up the uh, church community as a as a whole worldwide, uh, and um, I wanted to before he calls go over some scripture right quick um, for those who are on uh, Blog Talk Radio and also for those who are li- looking at us live on Justin uh, TV. Actually, this is a recording because I didn't hit the broadcast button, so I apologize for that. Uh, so, uh, in the Word of God, it says in Second Peter 2, verse 1, it says, But there were false prophets also among the people, even if there shall be false teachers among you, who probably shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them and bringing upon themselves swift destruction. Now, i like to go into that swift destruction one of these days uh, and and talk about what that means to be swift and destruction. Because, uh, right, you know, you see these faith healers and you see these people on various television networks and it doesn't look like they're being judged at all. It just looks like they keep going and going and going like a Timex watch. Um and then the other scripture is uh, the same scripture, verse 2. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way shall be evil spoken of. And uh, we know that many people are following Benny Hinn, and a lot of people are protecting Benny Hinn. we got some guys on Blog Talk Radio who protect these men, and, and they give them a free ride because they're famous. Or they're, you know, men of God, men and women of God. Um, and, but we as laymen, you know, they eat us up. You know, those, you know, call us all kinds of names. But, you know, that's beside the point, I guess. Uh, these preachers have the license to sin. It's like 007. Uh, and verse 3, 
It goes on to say, and through covetousness shall they, with French words, make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation shall not slumber. So their judgment is coming, and it's coming swiftly. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring my, uh, I'm not going to waste any time, uh, mess, but I want to just read those scriptures because I promise that no show will be uh, without scripture. Um, our uh, guest, is. Uh, I was reading his um, his testimony yesterday, awesome testimony, oh my gosh. I'm going to let him tell you all about that, <clears throat> but, but uh, I, I've um been impressed um and wait till you hear it you're gonna think it's wow last time we had him on the show we we did it but that was a while back so we gotta have him give his testimony again and then we're gonna lead into other things we're gonna have susan puzio on at the bottom of the hour and uh we're gonna continue on so uh as soon as i find my switchboard without further ado uh Eve Blunt. I'm gonna see if I'm pronouncing his name right. Brother, are you there? Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? Oh, blessed. Blessed. Thank, blessed. thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh, coming on. It's, it's it's our pleasure and it's a blessing to be on your program, brother. Thank you. Uh, well, let's uh, start from how you um, – let's hear that testimony, because I, I, I read it on uh, line yesterday, and I was pretty intrigued by it again. Uh, and I think that that's a blessing from God, and you were right when you were saying that things worked out for God's purpose. It didn't that's look true. like it, but it worked out for God's purpose. So go ahead. Let's, let's go into your testimony from your own words. Okay, so it all started in 1991 when we uh, took a vacation trip to uh, Florida and went to uh, Benin's church in Orlando. I have to say, though, that we have a Pentecostal background. We came to the Lord in 88 into a Pentecostal church. So mm-hmm. we were you know, quite involved with the Pentecostal and charismatic movement. Yeah. So in 91, we did go uh, have a vacation trip to Florida, went to Benin Church in Orlando, and and uh, saw many, many things that have happened there, uh, things in those days we believe were from the Lord. Yeah. And and the Lord moved us to attend Benin's church. In, in 1992, in May, we moved to Florida and, and became members of Benin's church. We attended this church for uh, almost two years, but after six months, we started to realize that things were not really what they were supposed to be. Things were not were not from God. I mean, miracles were not really happening, and the so-called anointing was nothing but crown manipulation and mesmerism. So yeah. we, stayed, we stayed in the church and, and you know, started looking uh, with, the, of course, the help of the Holy Spirit, looking more at, at that end's ministry and how, how he performed and how people were reacting to this. And, and, yeah. and through that, in July 1992, uh, <clears throat> Benny was
he would honor us because I'm a translator by trade, so he wanted me to translate his book, Good Morning Always Present to French, and then he told me, my wife and son and daughter, that he would honor us, you know, and, and get us our green card and, you know, uh, have us into the ministry. That's how we understood it. And all we had to do was call the secretary and, you know, and get an appointment with him. That was in July 1992, and now we're in... Uh, March 2012, we still have that appointment yet because there was just no way we could rest, we could get to Benin. So, so yeah. he took us to the cleaners. I mean, after a year, we had to let go our apartment and and uh, stay in, in in rescue missions and brothers and Christian brothers and sisters took us. And finally, in May 1994, there was no option, so we had to come back to Canada. Mm-hmm. So I called the Canadian Embassy in Miami and they forced in ministry to bring us back to Canada. And yeah. in those days, Benny had a brother whose name is Christopher, who had a, a travel agency in Orlando. So mm-hmm. they could have easily put up put us on on a plane and back to Canada. But they sent us by bus to Vancouver, which is about which was a four days and five nights trip by bus. And yeah. then in, Van, in Vancouver, uh, I dug into the library and started discovering what mesmerism was all about. And yeah. mesmerism is the technique that Benny and, and, and his peers use. It's 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 a um, mental manipulation with, if you ever been to a Benin's crusade, mm-hmm. not nowadays because they're a lot smaller, uh, but in those yeah. days, like you had about fifteen and 20,000 people attending, they would, uh-huh. they would sing and, and have sung repetitive songs for, for an hour or two hours, and this uh-huh. way they would bring up the crowd into a, a mental manipulation. The crowd would get so much involved and so deep into the the area of worshiping that that anything that Benny says afterwards, they'll they'll go for it. Then he calls on all those miracles and the peoples are here here and there and and of course if you're in the crowd and you, you suffer from a, a deadly disease like cancer or whatever and no. Benny says on stage, you know, everybody gets healed tonight so so you, you feel healed and then you run on stage and testify of your healing and in front of T V cameras of course. But once you're out of the out of the stage and the mesmerism factor has gone. There's never been a healing. Uh, has never healed. Uh, God has never healed anybody through Benin's ministry. I mean, God can heal. We all know that. But God is God, and He can do anything He wants. But there are no real healings in, in Benin's ministry because yeah. of that mesmerism technique He uses. So, so once once we have found that, and with the help, of course, again, of the Holy Spirit, we got a book. We wrote a book called Behind the Scenes, and where we expose Benin and and many yeah. of his of his peers, yeah. But mainly yeah. Benny, because we know more about, about him. We, you know, we've been with him, we've seen him act. Of course, uh, we also talk about Morris Cerebral because yeah. we had a, a rough time with his ministry. Yeah. But the main thing is that we want to warn the, the, the brothers and sisters in Christ of the dangers they face if they get connected with men like Benny. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's always but, money. The name of the game is money for them. It's, it's, yeah. it's always that. I was looking at a site uh, yesterday, and there's always something on the site that talks about money, and now he has a new thing going on. In 2012, is going to be the year for all Christians to be blessed financially. Yeah. The year. This is the year. Yeah. So if you have to send money <laughs> to get blessed. If yeah. you send them money, then your blessings will come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> And if Benin would give everybody a hundred dollars, he would collect a hundred twelve from the hundred dollars he gives, right? Amen. Amen. It, it works both ways, right? Yeah, yeah. This um 
the uh, communication um, from your end or from mine is breaking up. Um, uh, I always I always say sweet sweet blog talk, but um, it has its pros. But um, uh, I don't know what it is. It's going staticky. Um, you're breaking up somewhat. So um, the sound, the sound is the sound is is kind of. Uh, I didn't get what you were saying at all. Yeah, very, very, yeah. Very blurry. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that. So it looks like um, we're going to continue on. We got 15 minutes, but the next time. Uh, I might just go um, have you on again because it's breaking up big time. But what I'll, I'll probably have you have uh, me do is call in yeah. via re- regular tone, telephone line. So that means I have to come away from my mic, and I don't like that anymore. <laughs> right, I got right. a mic. Yeah, I got a microphone. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, so why didn't they why didn't they help you guys? Why didn't they fund you? Or was Benny Hinn just starting off and he's broke, or he just really too stingy to even do anything? I don't well, get it. Because there was there was no uh, I guess I, I don't know what his thinking was, but I guess we were not you know the spirit witnesses to the spirit, right? Yeah. So I guess the spirit witnessed to him that we were not you know going to be of any help to him. You know our. our God knows, God knows our heart, and, and I'm, yeah. I, I'm not. I can't think for Benyon, but what I think is that his his wicked spirit testified to him that we would not be of any help to him. That we, yeah. you know, that, that we we didn't. We thank God for that because He didn't take us in because we would have gone uh, caught into that that vicious circle. You know, it's, and everybody in any huge ministry always does what the boss says. The boss says to keep their position. So regardless yeah. of what Benyon teaches, all his yes men around him will say yes, 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 Pastor, because they all want to keep their position. So there's yeah. no integrity at all. I mean, it's if what he says is like if God said it. So the integrity part of, of those men is very questionable. Yeah. But they'll follow more what Benny says than what the Bible says because they don't want to lose yeah. their position and their job. Yeah. That, that's, that is, that's, that's weird. That's crazy. Uh, they're they're, they're scared money to stand up. Very loud, you know, money talks yeah. louder than a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> and these guys, they go all over the world. They stay in first class hotels, and you know, they have it made. So why would they want to lose that? You know, it's yeah. It's it's a human, it's their human nature it's, that takes over yeah. their spiritual nature. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. They um seem to be um. Still moving. You said his crusades got smaller. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, he used to go. <clears throat> so he used to go to when, let's say, with, like, recently, like in Phoenix, Arizona. He's going to be there this week. When he put when he put the the put the uh, ad on his site, he was going to a convention center, which I yeah. thought I would say five thousand. Now I checked last night, and he goes into a Baptist church now, which is a lot smaller. So yeah. and. and Five years ago, he would go into arenas that sits fifteen to twenty thousand. Now he goes into convention center that sits four or five thousand. So our message, uh, and, and we we believe that uh, our message and the message of other other ministries, because uh, many ministries are you know uh, after these guys and warning the people about the dangers. But we feel that you know that we have, uh, with God's help, uh, changed his his desire for big 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 places, big arenas. Because yeah. he doesn't fill them anymore, so he has to go smaller. 
which yeah. means less expenses, but which also means less income coming in. Yeah. There's a lot less yeah. money with 5000 than there's with 20000 Oh, yeah, for real. And the economic situation in the States, you know, of course implies to that because there's a lot of unemployed people. The economy is, you know, struggling to the States, so people are not willing anymore to give, like, you know, $100 or $200 to these guys. Uh-huh. Because they're going to pay their house first, then give money to these guys, maybe, hopefully not. Yeah. Yeah. When I first started off, I read Second uh, Peter two, um, and uh, does that does that? It's like it's like somebody describing a picture of a a, a lake, uh-huh. and then and then instead of describing it, say, "Wait, I'll be right back." Go into their car and pull out the exact canvas. Uh, this thing, this thing, Second Peter two one describes uh, these faith healers and the prosperity movement with 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 perfectness. I mean, it's just beautiful picture of how uh, ugly picture of how these guys will be. It says um, in Second Peter uh, two uh, one, it talks about false prophets among you, and then it goes on. And um, verse uh, 2, it yeah. says, and many people should follow the pernicious ways. And then it goes on in verse, what, 4. And it says, mm-hmm. um, well, actually, let me read. Let me back up. It says, and through covetousness shall they, with French words, French words, make mm-hmm. merchandise of you, whose judgment okay. now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. Uh, I mean, it's amazing how this thing, I mean, how that prophecy uh, corresponds with Benny Hinn and those guys. But, you know, we believe that the Lord is always testing us in different ways. And and just the fact that that many Christians will listen and and, and agree to what guys like Benny Hinn said is a test that the Lord puts on them. Yeah. because if if you if you if any Christian reads his Bible on a daily basis, but not only uh-huh. read it as you read the newspaper, but yeah. you know read it and else ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand the Bible, uh-huh. they will for sure not believe what these guys are saying. Oh yeah. So one of the problem is that many many Christians will pick up their Bibles Sunday morning, dust dust it off, and they go to church, and when they're back to church, they put the Bible back. On the, on the shelf and pick it up next Wednesday night if there's a service. If not, it goes back to next Sunday morning. So they're yeah. not really into Bible reading and Bible understanding. It's easier yeah. to sit in a pew and listen to what the guy is saying, you know, whatever he's saying, and not refer it to the Bible and see if it's true, like the Berean does. That's the yeah. spirit, that's the word. Yeah. But too many, unfortunately, too many Christians do that. They do not read sufficiently their Bible. And, and, I mean, not read it like you read the newspaper, read it one verse at a time and understand what the Lord's trying to tell you. Yeah. That's, if yeah. They're, they're really weak spiritually because, it, you know, as I say, it's easier to sit in a pew and listen to what the guy's telling you. Oh. Whatever yeah. saying is true or not. You know? Yeah. They don't yeah. the Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, well, the... go, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say, um, I mean, I like my microwave, but it makes food quicker. You know, I, I like my computer, but there are times where 
you know, I would, you can push one button and communicate with somebody on the other side of the world. So our, our, our community, our, our, our culture, world culture, um, wants everything quick. So we would prefer to have the preacher tell us, you know, um, what we're going to hear. And we go home and we, we have a, you know, a sermon on Sunday, you know, five points to how to have a better something. And then we go home. Yeah. We're not going to pick up the Bible because our culture is, you know, uh, instead of using the, instead of using the technology to our advantage to, I mean, you can use the technology to your advantage to even, you know, read the word of God online. I mean, there's so much knowledge, and that's what he was saying in Proverbs um, when he's saying that, it, you know, uh, wisdom is at the, you know, every corner. I mean, especially in our civilization, wisdom's everywhere. I mean, the gospel technically is, I mean, you can't run from it. But you're sitting right in front of the computer all day long. You got a cell phone, an Android cell phone that can, can pick up the Internet. I mean, there's no excuses. The internet I mean, is a one wonderful tool if you yeah. use it properly. It's a, yeah. it's a wonderful thing because you can find information like a touch of a button, and, and on any subject you know that you want. And yeah. proof is that every ministry has a website. So I mean, you know, uh, but if you do not use it like it is supposed to be used, then it becomes very dangerous. Yeah. But it's got to be used with, with with discernment and, and with the help of God. You know. And yeah. but we're we're in a generation that it's. it's the push button generation and the plastic generation. Amen. Everything has to go fast. Yeah. What did he say? What did he, What did the Bible say? Uh, my people are destroyed for lack, lack knowledge. Yeah, and also distorted knowledge. I mean, <laughs> I mean, for real. I mean, wow, that is that is something else. And and when he talks about in Ephesians chapter six, the put on the armor of God. Uh, one of those armor pieces of armor is the word of God. Now the devil, his war is to uh, make sure you don't use that those that that armor properly. Uh, mm-hmm. He wants you, he wants you to um, uh, think that um, you can go. What is what did God Jesus say in, when he went to the um, he talked to the devil when he went up to the wilderness, led by the Spirit, he said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So, yeah, Benny Hinn and all these guys will be able to pour the wool over our faces as long as we we, uh, think that we can be fed teaspoons of food by a preacher every Sunday and then starve throughout the week spiritually. Right. You know, the, the, the... God, God has, has uh, called people to do to be evangelists or to be pastors or doctors or, or whatever. But, yeah. but and, and sentinels, we we have been called to be sentinels, you know. And it's not always an easy task because you're always going against the grain. You yes, know, sir. You always have to declare people that are not uh, uh, true, fully true about the Bible, and then they get mad at you because you do that. And then yeah. people, when they get mad at you, well, you tell them about. You, you come up to them, you rebuke them with the word of God. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, but I was, I was saying, when there are very, very good men of God up there, out there in the, in, in, in the, in the Christian world, yeah. there are yeah. men of God that are true to their, to their calling, that are faithful to the word, 
but unfortunately they are not the majority because major TV stations like TBN uh, are always uplifting the charismatic and the Pentecostal movement and a lot of heretic teachings. So this is why, you know, the charismatic movement is so strong because their main herald is TBN and it's international. Yeah. Amen. If you have to compete against TBN, I mean, you're in for a good fight because they're so big and so, and so huge. They cover the, the entire planet. Well, if the focus is um, uh, if the focus is on yourself and and the focus is on what God can do for you, I mean, it's it's really, yeah, the focus is on money and, and what God owes you. And what he has to do for you, you know, God has to do this. He he declared it in his word. He has to, you know, if he has to <laughs> do it. I mean, I, I didn't see in his word that he has to do anything. Um, they're, they're, they're twisters of the word. That's 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 a fact. I, I yeah. once received a message from from a, a gentleman, and he was telling me, and it's also true that. There are some teachings are like rat poisoning, and and yeah. rat poison. There's only one percent of poison. Ninety-nine percent of the rest is is good. Yeah. A lot of the teachings from the charismatic people are like rat poison. There's one uh-huh. percent. There's ninety-nine percent which is biblical, but yeah. that one percent of poison is uh-huh. what gets into their mind, and that's yeah. what poison their mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's slow we were, death. We were preaching by by. Uh, uh, well, not Benny. Benny is not a really good preacher. He's more than a showman. But we were yeah. preaching by guys like 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 Kemback, and he was like very true to the word. But then he started to go you know wild about things. But yeah. some of these guys, if they would stick to the word and be real good Christians and stick to their calling, they'd be right. tremendous preachers. But yeah. you know they always talk about money, 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 money. money. So uh, you know. It's, it's not easy to uh, it's not easy to make people not people but brothers and sisters understand that they're putting their mind and their spirit into something that is very dangerous for their for their spirit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. But um, it, it, it's it's funny because the faith. The faith healers of the of the prosperity movement preachers are the only ones making you know somewhat being what they call blessed by God. It's like the um, it's like watching uh, one of those shows at nighttime where they say you know get rich quick and you try my program and you will get rich. I mean it's the same method, but the only people is getting rich is the people who sell in the program. You bet. Wow. You, know, well. you, you, you don't give to receive. You give to bless. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what the Bible says. You give. God loves a cheerful giver, you know, but you have to give to bless, not give to receive. This is not biblical. Yeah. So their teaching is unbiblical because if they teach you that you have to give to receive. Yeah. If you give them such Because I remember not too long ago, I heard Henry, which is Betty's brother, which, uh, and we know also Henry very well, and he was in Paris in the church, and he was saying that if you give money, you're going to get the anointing. I mean, you, you have to buy the anointing. The Bible makes it very clear. The anointed is, you're, we're all anointed by God if we follow God's word. 
Yeah. But Henry was saying, and Benny was there, you know, sitting in the pew behind, in the chair behind him, so he agreed to what he was saying, that if you give money, then you will get the anointing. Which mm. is, I mean, that's awful. It's 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 it's, 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 uh, it's awful. I mean, you know, how can you say that? How can you say that? You know, if you give me a hundred dollars, then you know, you'll get the anointing. Yeah. It's like being God. You know, it's like being God. If you, yeah. you give me money, I'll give you the anointing. Yeah. It's, well, it's scary because once when the rapture comes, uh-huh. I don't know how many people will be in in the in the pews and how many will have gone up there. Yeah. How many pastors will be there? Oh man. I don't. I was, yeah, me neither. I, I was wondering that a couple of days. I always liked. You know, I always wondered that. Oh, wow. It, it, but I I do believe that you will, I mean, the world will know, I mean, it, it's going to be a number that some, you know, like all kids and women, I mean, kids and kids under the age of accountability and men and women um, who were saved are gone. They're going to know, they got, I mean, it's going to be, and unfortunately for me to say this, I feel bad for saying this, but there's going to be a lot of crazy mamas walking around. So people, you know, the world's gonna know, but uh, a lot of those, the people who are going after, you know, things that God can do, is what Galatians chapter one talked about as another gospel. Now, God, God does bless. I mean, I, I mean, I've read, you know, read the Old Testament. Yeah, God is a blesser, but a lot of times, if you notice, Abraham. I mean, as I look at Abraham and his story. He wasn't so much focused on what God can do for him. He was actually, he was he was thinking, you know, wow, I'm going to be a patriot, a patriot. I'm going to be someone who the promised Messiah is going to come through. And he kind of thought about heaven, whose hand, you know, whose builder and maker was God. He was actually thinking about the afterlife, the by and by, where people today they're thinking. Don't think about that, you know, dying. No, because you're going to have to get insurance. I mean, can you afford a casket? Who's going to do the pre-eulogy? You know, I mean, everybody's worried about, you know, dying. But Abraham was saying, hey, hey, just like Paul. Paul was saying, well, I, I, I battle to be here with you in the body or go to heaven. Hmm. I mean, but it's needful for y'all that I be here. You know, because Paul knows you. Go ahead. They're in it to receive. Yeah. They all want something from God. Mm-hmm. You know, God give me this. God give me that. But yes, sir. What do What do we do to get that? What do yeah. we, How do we react? How do we act towards God in our, our Christian walk to receive anything from God? I mean, are we? Yeah. Are we? Are we? Are we justified to always ask God to do something for us? Yeah. And do people have a personal? relationship with God, I mean, you know, it's like yeah. if you would come to somebody and tell him, uh, give me this, give me this, give me that, and you don't even talk to him for days and days and days and days, yeah. that's, that's, you know, that's not really the good way to do it, I mean, you know, if you, yeah. want, you, know, if you want a relation with somebody, relation is always two ways, it's, 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 it has to be a dialogue, not a monologue. Yeah, and you, and you know what happened to a lot of marriages in the United States when there's no dialogue? Um, you know where that goes, where it ends at. Um, so, so, but thank you, brother, for coming on. I'm so sorry for the. I mean, I, I, 
I don't think Satan's behind every corner, and I know right. God has. And when things happen, when we do an interview and there's and there's static in the interview, I I mean I have to go there eventually and say, wow, this is this interview must have been meant to be. So we need to see if we can do this again next week sometime if you don't mind. Well, just just send me an email whenever you're ready. Yes, and, and sir. Yes, sir. You're a real brother in Christ, and there's not Thank you, brother. You too. many like you out there. Yes, sir. You too. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank and you. you hear from you. See you later. Bye-bye. All right. That was uh, Eve Moore from uh, a wonderful website, uh, uh, fake faith healers. Um, I keep wanting to say dot com, but there's an added. Uh, I, I should have left a link on. So next, I'll try to. I'll put a link in on his website. But um, the the static uh, from the uh, uh, interview is just killing me. I mean, you, you can sometimes you can tell. When I'm bothered, and I'm trying to get out of that, where I just go ahead and preach it and te- you know talk and and not be so bothered by it, but I just get kind of uh, I get happy at the same time because you, you you're dealing with the natural where you're saying, well, no, that's just a mistake on blog talks part, or it might be on use um, phone or you know my, my Skype connection, <laughs> but. W- if you, if I can give you a documentary of my life on Vlog Talk Radio for the last three years, I can tell you, folks, it has. To, I mean, my, I'm not the matter of fact. My my wife brought to my attention that I wasn't doing altar calls and stuff like that. So you can't say my show was perfect. Uh, and I'm not trying to glory and gloat, but man, I when I do a show. People, the wolves start howling, and it ain't because I can't sing. Uh, but when you know, but uh, I'm gonna bring my next guest on, Susan Puzio. She's uh, frequent um, on the Prophecy Zone. Um, she has a ministry called Prophetic News, and she has a great uh, insight on the uh, prosperity movement and the faith. Healers and and I wanted to keep on the same page and I, and some of my shows going to be off the, off you know different people from different areas and I, I want to say this before I bring her on is that um, this show is called the Prophecy Zone so what I'm going to start doing is having some things on and not I'm not going to have no faith healers on here nobody from the Mormon Church on their side I'm going to be exposing people. Um, and then I'm going to have some stuff on there like, you know, because I, I want to have debate, uh, a few debates, not nasty debates where people hang up on each other and shout and fuss like some of the Facebook um, treads. But I want to get somebody on here who can debate both sides of creation and non-creation. Somebody with an open mind, somebody who's not so smart using technical. But the, Because, folks, if you don't believe that there's a God... Um, I, I've watched some of these uh, uh, atheist programs, and they just they just 
smiling and and they they arrogant and everything. You didn't eat too much, no. So, uh. Hello? Hold on for a second. Hey, Susan. Yes. Did you? Oh, I, you know what I did? I actually didn't cut my own self off. I thought I lost you there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, so how you doing? Good. How are you doing? That's you know, great. Did you hear a lot of static on that last interview? Yes, I did. Yes. Oh man, and we 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 were actually flowing pretty good too. Even yeah. though I I try to fight past it. But and you'll I, have to I, redo it, I guess. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. He's he's a good brother. He's got a lot to say. I've I've read his oh, book. Yeah. His book Fake Faith Healers. I'm I'm surprised Benny Hinn hasn't sued him because uh yeah. it, you know, there must be a lot of truth to it. I know that uh Benny Hinn, uh there's a brother called Phil Cook on the internet and he made an uh-huh. announcement yeah. that Benny Hinn and Paula White were engaged when the when uh I don't know where he heard it, but I guess he didn't check his facts before he put it up on the Internet. Uh-huh. And Benny Hinn actually filed a lawsuit against this brother. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But wow. anyway, he dropped it because then Phil Cook said, okay, I'll repent. You know, the story's not true. So, Yeah. Uh, but these people are so happy. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm surprised he never brought a lawsuit against uh, Eve's. But there must be a lot of truth to the book. I mean, I know there's truth. You know, the book is true. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, he would have sued him because that's how they are. If they don't like what you're saying about them, they sue you. That's real true. Yeah, like Paula White when you're using yeah. pictures. <laughs> yeah, she, she shut down uh, your YouTube channel. She shut down quite a few people from YouTube. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Wow. I guess they were on the hunt when they realized we had over a million hits on our YouTube channel, and um, they they had it shut down. Of course, I you know put one back up, but she not only shut mine down, but there's quite a few other people that had videos about her that she shut down. Yeah, I had a a video, um, and, and I considered it. Man, I mean, compared to the one I have Polly now, um, you it was me and you, and that video was seventy seven thousand before I, I I erased it. Because, wow! But I, I erased it, but I I didn't erase it because I was going to get sued or anything. I just kind of erased it because I kind of like thought that I was gonna the video was poor quality as far as the look. Oh. Now what me what me and you were saying was okay. But just the look, and I didn't like it, you know, the look, because it was downstairs in my basement, and it looks, and I looked kind of corny, so I just said, oops. It shows you how much I really care about numbers, but I actually like numbers. I mean, it's kind of weird, because I look at my blog talk radio um, numbers, and I get excited. I mean, that's human nature. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. We don't do what we do because we're looking for because big numbers. Because of numbers. Because obviously... Yeah. What we're saying, we're not going to draw the crowd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, I was happy that we had. I was happy that I had a million views 
of the yeah. videos uh, because that's a million people you get to minister to. So oh, yeah. but I wouldn't have the opportunity. I'm not going to draw hundreds of thousands of people into an arena to hear me speak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm happy. I remember when you told me one time that even if you get 50 people and you get 50 people a week, that's a congregation of 50 people. Some pastors oh, yeah. don't have that. So, you know, uh, the, the weirdest thing is is that when I was in Hawaii, um, we had a pastor, um, Potter's House Church. It wasn't Potter's House from T.D. Jakes, but Potter's House called Potter's House Church, Cornerstone Church. Uh, but uh, I used to really, we used to really admire him, and we wanted to be all become pastors. And we were still admiring him, but his, the church was only, I think, no, never. I don't know if it even topped 100 people. Yeah, yeah. And 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 everybody knows, you know, a lot of people know about the prophecy zone, and I barely even do any shows. That's it. We don't, <laughs> we don't spend a fortune uh, doing the ministry. We don't demand yeah. that we have jets to fly us around for uh-huh. speaking engagement, and we don't have to have an $8 million house. And uh, we can preach the gospel, and we do it freely. Uh, uh-huh. We don't beg people for money. Um, so we can store up treasure for ourselves. So it's a it's a different outlook, and I think that uh, it, it, we I can see that more and more people are listening, more and more people are dropping out of the uh, Babylonian church system uh, and looking for something else. Because if they read their Bible, they find out that what they're being taught in most of these churches and on what they call Christian TV, it isn't true. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Benny Hinn, there's a lot of issues with his personal life, and uh, I'm sure that those things will come out when the time is right. Uh, there's nothing hidden that shall not be revealed. And um, yeah. even you can see, uh, you can go on the Internet and look um, for some of the videos that we posted about the Without Walls Church in Lakeland, Florida, uh, uh-huh. That's owned by Randy and Paula White, and it's a 65-acre piece of property. It's got a 10,000-seat sanctuary, uh-huh. and it also has an old historic building on the property that has two or 300 rooms. And they've wow. left it. They've abandoned it, and it's uh, abandoned, and it's being vandalized. Windows broken out, doors broken out, water damage. The electricity has been turned off since September. Uh-huh. So these are these are we're we're going to start seeing some of these things happen where some of these ministries, it, it, their buildings and their properties would just become ghost towns. Yeah. And it got yeah. right Ichabod on it. The glory yeah. has departed. Departed. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's an awesome that's an awesome preaching right there. I mean, yeah. even if it wasn't meant to be preaching. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that um, we. Um, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is the truth, and uh, we stand for the truth. We're not for sale. We don't yeah, sell <laughs> Jesus. We don't sell blessings. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're going to see the great divide. We're, we're, we're starting to see it now. The, the uh, false prophets and the uh, true believers. And yeah. it, it's going to be harder to convince people, um, some people, because, for instance, TBN's having a telethon. Uh, yeah, I noticed that long one, too. 
Yeah, long. And, Very long. Uh, it's really, really sad. I mean, <laughs> they've got every kind of gimmick going. They're already worth a billion dollars. Yeah. And of course, they need more money. Now, we need more money now uh, to preach the gospel to you so we can buy another $50 million jet. But I guarantee you, his their granddaughter has filed a lawsuit against mm-hmm. the attorney's um, that uh, were working for the ministries, and she's already given documents to the prosecutor and to some government agencies. So I imagine some heads are going to roll, and uh, there might be some handcuffs there. I hate to see this kind of thing, but instead of rebuking the heresy hunters, they like to call us heresy hunters. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And instead of, why don't you listen? Maybe you should listen uh, to what people are telling you. Maybe yeah. maybe we're trying to tell you something to save you from the judgment. When when God judges you, when God judges a ministry, it can be pretty harsh. But when the when yeah. the government judges a ministry, <laughs> it, it's a lot harsher. Oh so, yeah, for sure, for sure. They are the wounds of a friend. Yeah, and, well, uh, maybe they, uh, people should listen to what we're yeah. saying. Well, Mr. Crouch was calling Doctrine 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 Odudu. Yeah. So that that might give you a barometer of where his heart really is. Now I'm not the judge of him. I'm not saying that I can he tell surface why, but I I know that for him to call doctrine doctrine or doo I mean he's that's kind of stating the fact that the fruit on the tree is more, a lot more rotten than it actually. Is. We thought it was going to, you know. Well, the thing is, he's now wearing, uh, he's been sporting a priest collar on Uh-oh. his latest telethon. Uh-oh. So that, that is, it, one signal for people is when your pastor or or whoever comes in and they and they start wearing a Catholic priest uniform, yeah. then the flash bulb should start going off, the flashing lights. Like you yeah. better run for your life when you start seeing that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of the churches today are kind of blind to a lot of the church congregants of pews people are, are sort of blind to uh, obvious things. But then there's people who uh, are of the world, and they'll tell you in a minute, don't, don't, Mr. Crouch, don't, Paul, I mean, Paul Crouch, don't you have a... A priest suit on? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Danny Hinn, too. He's got that little, uh, what looks like a collar priest uniform. Yeah. Uh, it's not as blatant as some of them, but it's well, there. A lot of those guys are, are like Jack Van Empey. I mean, I like I love Jack Van Empey. I, I mean, I, I like this guy, but to me, I keep telling my wife, if he would just leave the Catholic Church alone, it's like a preacher. I heard you uh, and you talking about in your last show, you talking about the Assemblies of God, and I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about that, maybe on, the, on a, a later show or something. Yeah. But, um, it, man, I lost my train of thought. It was good, too. But, um, anyway, gosh, that was good. I just lost my train of thought. I don't don't ask me how too much aspartame I guess, but um, Uh-oh. yeah. Oh, you were talking about Jack Van Ippy, but uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't listen to Jack Van Ippy because he calls the Pope a great man, a great man, and yeah. I can't. That's it. I'm turned off. I don't want to hear what you have to say because I, I can't yeah. trust you when you start when they start talking like that. 
I, I cannot trust. But and and then the seduction is well he has a lot of other things oh he comes down on Rick Warren but yet he yeah. won't expose the Catholic Church yeah so there's a little hypocrisy there yeah I I, I just I, I, is he appeasing the Catholic Church numbers I think he's one of them I think I really he is do. I really do I just hope he has Jesus in the right order I don't know but they have. Uh, Take, for instance, Rick Joyner. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a member of the Knights of Malta, which is a secret Catholic organization. Yeah. Now, why is he a member of a secret Catholic organization? Unless they are trying to infiltrate and spread their false doctrines uh, to uh, get people to accept the One World Church in the end. So, yeah. well, I, well, I don't trust Bible teachers that say the Pope is a great man. Well, one thing I um I and I and I didn't want to bring this up but I'm gonna bring it up anyway real quick just to say well um uh, for the for the people who are out there who are pre trip rapture people, this is the best evidence sometime for me is that when the if the event took place, judgment will begin in the house of the Lord. And what I mean by that is if if Benny Hinn's doing this, and uh, you know, and there's you know many other preachers doing this and that, and many other you know Americans doing this or that, saying that we're Christians, at the time of that event, the rapture that is called the rapture, a lot of people are going to vanish, and they're going to be still here. Yeah. So, so <laughs> that will be um, wow. That will be that will break even the heart of the hardest Christian. And some of these guys are reprobate. Their minds are yeah, like... Yeah, they've already turned themselves over to a reprobate mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. Yeah, and some of these guys are homosexuals. Pardon? Some of these guys are homosexuals. Some of these oh. women are... Uh, well, you know, the thing is, it's not even. it doesn't even shock people anymore because uh, in the 80s when we had the scandals with... Um, Jimmy Swaggart and Jim Baker. Well, people were shocked. And, of course, their ministries basically closed up for a while. They lost a lot of support. Jimmy Swaggart went off TV for many years. And, uh, you know, people uh, separated themselves until they started seeing Uh some fruit. But nowadays, there's a scandal scandal like Eddie Long. People still stayed in his church. They applauded him. Uh, we had this scandal at Daystar TV with Marcus Lamb. He was having a seven-year affair with one of the women that worked there at the ministry. Oh. And uh, it doesn't even seem to shock people so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, because when they, when they lift up uh, uh, Eddie Long in that, you know, that ceremony, wrapped him in, in, in a scroll, <laughs> um, that church was packed to... Yeah. They were all applauding and standing up and cheering. And I said, oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, you just can't believe it. Even when you watch this TBN telethon and they have those uh, foolish people coming up with their, dropping their offerings in some kind of a golden plate or something. And, uh, uh, it's it's really tragic. I'm just so happy that I'm not involved in that mess anymore. I'm I'm thankful that God wow. got me out because it it is a mess. Wow. You know they call it the faith yeah. movement, but it's not faith. 
It has nothing no. to do faith because these people do not trust God uh, yeah. to meet their needs. They, yeah. they, uh, their ministries are built on manipulation and witchcraft. Yeah, and the book that I wanted to have their own um, books on how to stimulate <laughs> oh, they're very good at it. Do you notice? I mean, they're they're all very, very good at what they do. They had, uh, for instance, Juanita Bynum is back in the fray. Oh there. yeah, I see that. She was and, uh, that was yesterday. She looks, uh, to me, she looks like she's having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. I, I, her hair was not uh, neat. Her uh, she had a huge dress on. I mean, it was a huge yeah, robe. Uh, so I don't know what she was trying to hide, and then she was Maybe she's screaming. Trying to be a I'm thinking, like, I don't know how this woman doesn't leave. Why do you have to scream when you're yeah. screeching? Yeah. Screeching and screaming, and it's I'm like, show. What, why is she so? What is she so angry about? Why is she screaming? And then, the, but the whole sermon led up to the thousand dollar sea faith gift. It was all manipulating. The whole thing was about, in the end, I'm going to get you for $1,000. I don't know if she said there was 30 people or 300 people that were to give. And it was a word from the Lord. It's like, what God, could you please tell me what God of the universe, the God that created heaven and earth that sent Jesus to die on the cross, talks like that? Yeah. Juanita, Juanita. This is God talking. Tell the people that if they give $1,000, I will bless them. Tell them, Juanita. And it's only for right now. Right now. Right now. This is your moment. Yeah. (laughs) And then you see all these people in the audience getting up, screaming from their seats. Oh, I'm like, I I don't don't believe it. Wow. We Mini should make shoot. a documentary. Just make a documentary <laughs> of this whole thing and, yeah. and uh, put it to people. This is the truth. This is what yeah. you're falling for. This yeah. is your Jesus. Your yep. Jesus. Yeah. So what do you um what do you think um uh, man, I keep losing my chain of thought, and I've got some good questions. We're gonna have to do this again. Uh, so every, um, I would, you normally uh, free in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Well, we come up with a day where you come on, and we just talk about, you know, mostly. Yeah, I'd like uh, to get some people calling in because I agree with yeah. you that. Uh, I had someone on about three weeks ago or two weeks ago, and we talked about the fairy tale of Christian America. Uh-huh. So we we did have quite a bit of debate about that. Um, yeah. I had uh, another friend call in uh, who believes in that Christian America was founded by Christians for Christians. I don't yeah. know what we're supposed to do with the other people. I, I don't know. To me, it's it's really kind of an oxymoron because what Christian – the Revolutionary War was fought for eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. the, the English and whoever was here, were, they were fighting over uh, who was going to have control of this country. And they yeah. fought and killed people for eight years. So I want to know what Christian, uh, what, what Christians do that? Uh, they kill yeah. people for freedom yeah. of religion? I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I've never believed that, uh, I, I've never believed that we were actually, you know, a lot of Christian preachers make you think that 
everybody who was signing the Declaration of Independence yeah. and the Constitution was <laughs> they Christian. They all knew Jesus. They all. Yeah. They were yeah. all believers. Yeah. So they'll they'll get mad at you and they'll throw um, things at you, you know, verbal things. Uh, yeah. At you and they'll down you for saying that. Like, for instance, today you got preachers to say, this is a Christian nation. Well, yeah. if that if this is a Christian nation, then uh, you would probably see people who are following Christ when I go to, you know, college, when I go sit in the class. Yeah. You know, on you want to see. the news, you'd hear all yeah, on the, the, the politicians lifting up Jesus Christ. Yeah, and all the sitcoms. Christian nation kills children. Uh, yeah, like that doesn't compute. Like, what Christian nation uh, discriminates against people? Yeah. Um, I, I, the, Christians really believe a lot of fairy tales. You know, they, yeah. they're they're very gullible. And then if in a, and if you want them to question anything, then they get angry. But I don't think we should be get angry. I think you should think about it. I was myself a believer at one time in the whole Christian America thing. And it yeah. was, you know, a great Christian nation and we have to bring prayer back. Like who is going to stop you from praying? But you know, you know what, Susan, a lot of well, remember that one show we were on with uh brothers from um I forgot the word. Well, anyway, we were, me and you were guests on the um, show with um, oh, yeah. brothers. And uh, Kingdom Now. Now, yeah. I know that they're straight up Kingdom Now, but there are some uh, Pentecostal and, you know, preachers on fire for God, supposedly. And they are on fire for God. That's not my point. My point is is that a lot of these guys, yeah, I think we should pray that, you know, prayer returns back to school. And I think we should pray that, you know, uh, abortion, you know, at the same time, uh, what did it say in Revelations? It says that people let the people who are alcoholics, you know, who are covetous, who are liars continue to be there, that way because the time is short. Yeah. I mean, so uh, you're not going to change. I mean, I think we should be, I think we missed the point. Instead of trying to take back America, once we just preach the gospel and get well, then, people Yeah, exactly. That's saved. a distraction. That yeah. distraction is that we, we're, we're not uh, sharing the gospel as much as we should, yeah. but we're yeah. trying to change the government. Well, you can't, you can't, the only way people are going to be righteous is if they're born again. Yeah. And then you can, then you have a better chance of living a righteous life, but you can't take an ungodly person and uh-huh. expect them to be godly. It's just not going to happen. None of us were acted godly before we were born again. Wow. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> so it, it, yeah. you can't, uh, I came to realize that, too, that you can't force people to pray. You can't force your views on people in a public school or in a public uh, gathering. Uh, yeah. If you want to pray, you can pray. Who's going to stop you from praying and bowing your head? If you really want to be a better witness in school, then why don't you teach your children that when they go to school in the morning and they're in their classroom that they should bow their head and say yeah. a prayer? Who's going to stop them? Nobody's going to stop them. <laughs> no. Nope. But, but they don't have to force everybody else to do it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we're we're uh, we're demanding that oh we have to have our rights and we have to have this. Well. You know, that's not a good testimony. It's no. to demand that people 
uh, do what you want them to do. Everybody's got a free will. We made a we made a free will decision to accept Jesus Christ. Nobody was Amen. hitting us over the head to do it. Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we okay, got like then. a couple of seconds, but I would like to have you on again next Tuesday, and then we we go for. I'm gonna try to do my shows every day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. God bless you. Thank you. All right then. Yeah, we have a show on Saturday, uh, one o'clock on prophetic news on tithing. Amen. We have a PhD, oh. a man who has a PhD. He did his PhD dissertation, Russell Kelly, on tithing. So it's going to be good. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay. Then. Well, God bless you. All right. Thanks, Phil. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, that was Susan Puzio, Prophetic News. Uh, the time snuck up on us. Uh, uh, the time snuck up on us when you started doing and having a good flow. Time will sneak up on you. But God bless everybody out there. We're going to come back uh, next Tuesday with Susan Puzio. Uh, so be sure to join us there. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Hey, y'all, I just wanted to borrow a couple more minutes of y'all time to let y'all know to check us out at www.pcrn.org. That is our website. Uh, and also, Bufio has a show on tithing. On the prophetic news, go to Blog Talk Radio and search, put in the search engine prophetic news and pull up her show. And uh, she has an awesome show. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, God bless y'all out there. And please go check out our website, like I said. And also on the Blog Talk Radio page, please like us uh, or Facebook us. Uh, there's a little Facebook emblem right up underneath the show. Uh, uh, put if you like us, put you know Facebookers. Um, sorry about some of the uh, audio today from our first guest. It uh, wasn't uh, flowing correctly, even though the interview was flowing correctly. And and brother, uh, he is, uh, has an awesome thing to say. So I want to repeat the same thing next week. And uh, we want to get that on the YouTube. Uh, but anyway, uh, real quickly, I just wanted to go over a few things right quick, the the, the news. Uh, uh, we got fire, a lot of people firing into, uh, uh, actually, a lot of people writing about Gaza and the PLO, and, and they're firing into uh, Israel. 
Um, and also, we know what's going on in Syria. Uh, it says top U.S. danger rating for Syrian chemical biological missiles ahead of even uh, the eve of uh, Iran. Uh, you know, supposed to be hitting Iran soon. Uh, says U.S. military officials said on Wednesday, March 7, that, that uh, contrary to the prevailing impression, President Barack Obama and Prime Minister Netanyahu discussed not only their dispute over attacks on Iran at their White House meeting on March 5th, but devoted considerable attention to the Syrian crisis, focusing on hundreds of surface-to-surface missiles armed with chemical and biological warheads possessed by Syria. The perils of the Assad regime launching them now tops America's charts of the threats looming uh, over Israel and Turkey, those sources told death of files. Um, now, a lot of us understand that in Isaiah 17, it talks about Damascus no longer being a city. But um, a lot of, I've heard um, people say, besides myself, that Syria must have had used chemical weapons. And this is a long time before that article I just read came out. Um uh now as far as knowing if Iran actually has capabilities of making a nuclear warhead uh, time will tell but do do Israel want time to tell uh, uh we know that Israel is being armed by the United States uh, continually and uh, we know also that Russia is staring down the West on Syria. Russia is still not flinching in the face of Western Arab pressures to change its stance on Syria's conflict, and its defiance may yet increase as Vladimir Zernowski head. Vladimir Zernowski. <laughs> Where did I get that from? I've been thinking about it for a while. I'll give you vodka. I'll give you free vodka if you vote for me. Uh, Vladimir Putin heads back to the Kremlin. Now we know that Vladimir Putin is now the um, leader again of the the uh, East Bloc of Russia. No, I was joking. I, I would say like John Kennedy and them say we are the leader of the free world. No, that's the wrong. <laughs> that's the wrong uh, interpretation. Yeah, hey, I, I I have to work on John Kennedy. Hey, this is John Kennedy. I have to work on it. I just can't come out and say it. Now, normally, I'm really good at it, but I think I'm tone deaf right now. It says, Western powers have quarreled up to tell Putin it is high time after his crushing election victory for Moscow to start exerting pressure on the Bashar Um uh, Assad regime. Now, the hooks in Russia jaws. Could it be Isaiah 17? Could it be Damascus being no longer a city? Um, here is an article that talks about, and, and I, I didn't uh, apologize. I like to apologize to Susan because I didn't have any intentions of coming back on. 
and I just looked at this pile of articles that I wanted to read. Um, and uh, but uh, yeah, the, they're firing missiles into uh, uh, Israel, and uh, one of these days, and I've always said this, and you know, everybody, a lot of people said this. One of these days, we know Bible prophecy. One of these days, those missiles coming into Israel will uh, come into Israel for the last time because Israel is not going to take it anymore. Uh, now, right now, I'm going to go off uh, line with my audio, uh, with my visuals, uh, my video blog. So God bless y'all. Have a wonderful day. And I'm going to talk to Blog Talk Radio for a little bit more longer. Uh, we're going to be taping some of our shows and then we're going to be going live for some of our shows. We know Tuesday's show, I'm going to be talking to Susan Puzio every week. And I'm hoping to get Ali Mazzuli and talk to him every week and get a, um, <coughs> get a, um, a vision of where he thinks things are going because I, I, I like Ali Mazzuli. Matter of fact, uh, I got a lot of my ideas on how, uh, the Middle East will break down into, uh, geopolitical um, environments that will bring on the tribulation period. And for one, he was one of the first people who has said, um, this is, we, matter of fact, when I first started studying Bible prophecy, I, I really didn't think of um, um, Syrian, Syria as a individual war with Israel. Uh, and we, uh, we know that Psalms 83 States that the surrounding nations will be fighting with Israel. Uh, we know that time will come eventually. And then what he did was he bridged it over to Ezekiel 38 and 39. So in other words, the uh, Psalms 83 war will eventually turn into the destruction of Damascus, which will eventually turn into the invasion of Ezekiel 38 and 39. But I'd like to go one more up. I would like to say that... Uh, the spoils is the reason why Russia came down, but also the hooks, which is oil and and and, and things to take from Israel. Um, not to mention, probably one of the biggest um, reasons is the Damascus destruction. So the hooks in the jaw could be the destruction of Damascus, uh, which uh, makes sense to me. So I have no going out theme song. I have no, um, uh, you know, outro. I thought that was an outro. That's why I started playing that music again. But I, I thought that was an outro, but it's not. But uh, we're gonna have one by Friday, and we'll we'll get that straight by then. But God bless everybody out there, and y'all have a wonderful day. God bless.